Good morning, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Good Tidings Radio Broadcast. I am your radio pastor, Dr. David Pinkerton, accompanied today by my wife, Dorinda Pinkerton, and we are so glad to be in the recording studios of WXAN Radio. If you're listening to us this morning here on the uh, sun-drenched hills at Ava, Illinois, you're listening on 103.9 FM. If you're listening by way of the internet, you're listening to WXANradio.com. And then you've clicked on Listen Live. We're here every Saturday morning, Lord willing, at 11 a.m. Central Standard Time. We're glad to be here today. Open your Bibles this morning to the Old Testament book of Exodus. Exodus chapter number 13. And here we are on the eve of Memorial Day. We would call it Memorial Day. Or if you're an old timer like me, Decoration Day uh, weekend. So we want to share something with you along that lines of Memorial Day, and we want to get it from the Scripture, and we our prayer prayers, like always, is that it will edify you, strengthen you in your walk with Jesus Christ, in your love for Jesus Christ, in your commitment and dedication to the cause of Jesus Christ and the gospel of Jesus Christ in helping spread it and share it with a lost and dying world. As we always indicate, Dorinda and I are firm believers. We are personal soul winners. We hand out gospel tracts almost everywhere we go and as often as we can to share the gospel, the good news of Jesus Christ's death, burial, and resurrection, and how a sinner can be redeemed by his blood, given eternal life, sealed unto the day of redemption, and how they can find purpose, the God-given purpose that he has for their life. And it all begins by being born again. So every Christian listening today, share the gospel. Share the gospel with someone. Give them a gospel track every day. All right, Exodus chapter number 13. Exodus chapter number 13. And as we said, we're going to preach along the line of Memorial Day or remembering things. Okay, there are things that we as Christians need to remember. And as Israel was about to... Uh, Exodus from Egyptian bondage in Exodus chapter 13 and verse 3, Moses says, And Moses said unto the people, Remember this day in which he came out of Egypt, out of the house of bondage, for by strength of the hand the Lord brought you out from this place. There shall be no leavened bread be eaten. The scripture says, remember this day in in Exodus 13, 3, and it says, the hand of the Lord brought you out. We must always remember that by way of introduction. Memorial Day is primarily given to remembering those who have died, whether it be loved ones, friends, or those who have died for their country. We are instructed dozens of times in the word of God to remember certain things. The Israelites were admonished in this verse, Exodus 13.3, to keep to their remembrance various days and events of their national history. So I call your attention to some things this morning that are worthy of our remembrance as believers. The first thing today we want to share with you that we can remember as Christians is we should remember the time and the place of our salvation. Now, I first of all will say, as people grow older, their minds and their bodies weaken as they prepare for heaven. Many times we can't always remember the details 
of the moment we trusted Christ by faith as Savior. But if we can, we should. On June the 18th of 1990, at the Lighthouse Baptist Church, under the ministry of Pastor Loy L. Barger of Harrisburg, I trusted Christ Jesus as my personal Savior. That's a glorious day. I have forgotten a lot of days, but if the Lord tarries, I may forget that day. But right now, I remember that. That was a glorious day in my life where I trusted Christ by faith and was born again. A sinner saved by grace. We should remember the time and the place, if we can, of our salvation. Can you remember where you were when you got saved? Maybe even how old you were? Some people remember the time and the temperature of the day they got saved, where they were, and those things like that. But it's something that we should all remember as a Christian. I remember that, folks, because I wrote it down. It was June the 18th of 1990. June 18th, 1990, when I trusted Christ Jesus as my personal Savior. And today I'm thankful for the ministry of Loyal Barger. He's with the Lord now. God saved me under his ministry. God called me to preach under his ministry. And much that I have learned for my initial starting in ministry, I learned under him. So I'm very grateful to him and to what God did uh, through his ministry and thankful for that church. So we should remember the time and the place and the details of our salvation. Can you remember that, Christian? Now, let me do some comparison for a moment. And I'm not scolding you, but I want you to think. You can remember who won the ball game last night. You can remember what you had for lunch yesterday. You can remember when your grandchild took that first step. You can remember where you were as a a new mother when you found out that you were expecting a baby. You can remember when you got that job, when you graduated from high school or college. We can remember a lot of things. We should always, as believers, try to remember the best we can the day and the time that we realized we were a sinner. We heard the gospel of Jesus Christ preached plainly and clearly like it's taught in the Scriptures. It should always be preached plain and and simply. And in the coming weeks, if the Lord allows us, Dorinda and I have determined, I'm going to share a variety of salvation messages that are simple and clear, the way God penned it down in His Word, and the way every preacher and every Christian should be able to share the gospel simply and plainly. But we should remember that, that when we were convicted by the Holy Spirit of our sins, and drawn to faith in Jesus. Jesus said, if I be lifted up, I will draw all men unto myself. So preach the gospel, preacher. Share the gospel, Christian, because God uses it to prick the heart of of the sinner in conviction and to draw them to faith in Jesus. Now, whether they go forward with that and trust him by faith or whether they reject him, that's their business, and only they and God really would know. But our job is to lift him up. We should remember the time and the place of our salvation. Number two, we should also remember where we need to be in our growth of Jesus Christ, in Jesus Christ after salvation, where we need to be. Think about this. As a Christian now, you're redeemed by the blood of the Lamb. You've been saved. The Holy Ghost lives inside of you. You're sealed until the day of redemption. And God wants you to grow in his grace and knowledge. As believers, we still sin. The difference is we don't want to now. 
But because this body didn't get saved, what happened when you were redeemed was God quickened you in the Spirit. He gave you the Holy Ghost. You were brought to life spiritually. Now there are two inside this vessel. The inward man, the Bible calls it, and the Holy Spirit living in you, and the fleshly body. And they're at war with one another. So Christians still sin. The difference is we don't want to. We're convicted of it when we do, and we confess it as sin, 1 John 1, 9, and get that cleansing when we do. Now, we should remember where we're at as a believer growing in Christ. What do I mean? In Revelation chapter 2, verses 4 and 5, listen to the words of John to the church here. He said, Nevertheless, I have somewhat against thee, because thou hast left thy first love. This is the church at Ephesus. Remember, therefore, from whence thou art fallen. Remember. It didn't mean they lost their salvation. You can't do that. Amen. It means they fell out of fellowship. Sin got in their life. They used to love Jesus first and foremost in their life, and now they no longer do because of sin. Oh, they may love him, but he's not prominent and preeminent in their life. And in this church, he said, I've got somewhat against you. You've left your first love. You don't love Jesus like you used to. And if every church, under the sound of my voice, every God, every God called preacher and Christian, redeemed believer in churches today across America, put Jesus first and love Jesus first and foremost, many of the problems in the church, in the lives of every all the individuals, in the marriages, and in the families— would be nil and void because they would be Jesus would be represented he represented he could fix these things so remember therefore from whence thou art fallen and repent and do the first works so when a person knows Christ as savior folks we still sin we don't want to but when we do we have to remember to repent in other words change our mind about it that comes from the greek word metaneo or metanoia metanoia which means to change your mind about repentance doesn't mean to quit sinning because none of us have done that since we got saved the bible says in first john if we say we've not sinned we deceive ourselves and the truth is not in us and he's talking to believers in first john so change your mind and remember from where you were at how you first loved Jesus. And repent, that means change your mind about it. Confess your sin to God and agree with God that you've sinned. And then put Jesus back first. Return to putting him first in your life. So Christian, secondly, is Jesus first in your life? If not, remember that he wants to be and that he should be. Your first love, Jesus Christ. Amen. Number three. What else should we remember on this Memorial Day weekend as we think about what God has for us as Christians? We should remember our vows and our commitments before and to God. Ecclesiastes chapter 5, verses 4 and 5. When thou vowest a vow unto God, defer not to pay it, for he hath no pleasure in fools. Pay that which thou vowed. Better is it that thou shouldest not vow than that thou shouldest vow and not pay. I want to stop and say this. I always encourage you, Dorinda and I all both do, to support WXAN Radio prayerfully and financially. But maybe you're one of the good people that intended this year, and you vowed to the Lord that you were going to give a monthly gift to this, to this ministry, but you stopped doing it. Come back to that vow. 
return and remember that vow and commitment. Support this gospel preaching ministry. And God will bless you for doing that. We need to remember our vows to God. Maybe you made a vow to teach a Sunday school class. Maybe you made a vow this year to witness to people more often and hand out a gospel tract. Maybe you made a vow before God to live a holy life. Maybe you made a vow before God that you were going to quit a sin that you are habitually stricken with. Maybe you made a vow that you were going to answer God's call upon your life to preach the gospel of Jesus, to be that missionary, to, to do the work that God has called you to do. <coughs> our admonition to you today, excuse me, is to do that. We should remember our vows. What about our vows to our spouse? Folks, divorce in today's society is prevalent and rampant, even among Christians. We need to keep our vows that we made before God to our spouse, to love our spouse, to honor our spouse, to cherish our spouse, to keep ourself and only to our other to our spouse. We need to also remember to keep our vows to other people. We need to remember to pray for people when we tell them we'll do that. I met a man this week, a patient in a hospital. And before I left my business with him, I told him that I would pray for him. And I have been praying for him every day since. Remember to pray for people that you said you would pray for. Pray for that certain need they have. Offer to see if you can help them in some form or fashion. But remember your vows and your commitments before God, to God, and to other people on this Memorial Day weekend. Another thing we need to remember as we use Memorial Day and remembering as a platform today for our message, we are to remember our Christian brethren. Remember to pray for our, or remember our Christian brethren, rather. First Timothy chapter 4 and verse 6 says, If thou put the brethren in remembrance of these things, thou shalt be a good minister of Jesus Christ. We said it a moment ago, but let's remind ourselves. Remember our brethren in intercessory prayer. 1 Samuel chapter 12 and verse 23. Moreover, as for me, God forbid that I should sin against the Lord in ceasing to pray for you. 2 Timothy chapter 1 and verse 3. I thank God, whom I serve from my forefathers with a pure conscience, that without ceasing, I have remembrance of thee in my prayers night and day. Dorinda and I ask you to pray for us. Pray for our son, Brett, who was just with us. We had a glorious time last week. He's back in Buffalo doing well. But remember, folks, there was a time when people were more concerned for their friends than they were for themselves. Think about that. We have such a selfish life and culture in our society today. Let's go back to remembering our spouses, our families, our friends, and make intercessory prayer for them. Something else we can remember on this Memorial Day weekend is, as Christians, we are to remember the truths of God's Word. John chapter 14 and verse 26. But the Comforter, which is the Holy Ghost, whom the Father will send in my name, he shall teach you all things and bring all things to your remembrance whatsoever I have said unto you. 
You need a promise from God. You know where it's at in the Scripture. You see something going on in your life, and you're troubled by it. You're filled with anxious care, or you're tempted to be. Trust God. Go back to that promise and stand on the promises of God. Remember the old, the old hymns of the faith? Standing on the promises of God. We remember that well. Revelation 3 and verse 3. Remember, therefore, how thou hast received and heard, and hold fast, and repent. If therefore thou shalt not watch. Folks, God wants us to remember the truths of the Word of God. Every ministry of Jesus Christ should preach and teach Jesus Christ and salvation by grace through faith in the finished redemptive work and the blood atonement of Jesus Christ, his burial in the tomb, his resurrection, and salvation in him and him alone. Amen. Salvation is not Jesus plus baptism, Jesus plus sacraments, Jesus plus religiosity, Jesus plus church membership, Jesus plus good works. Salvation is only in none other name under heaven given among men, whereby we must be saved, and that is Jesus. Acts chapter 4 and verse number 12. Remember, the gospel of Jesus Christ is nothing more or nothing less but what 1 Corinthians 15 verses 1 through 5 the substitutionary death of Jesus on the cross, his shed blood, his burial and resurrection from the grave the third day. That is the gospel of Jesus Christ according to the Bible. Nothing added to it, nothing taken from it. Amen. What else could we remember on this Memorial Day weekend? We need to remember our parents. If you have parents that are still living and Gladly, I can say at this moment that Dorinda and I both have our parents living. We were with her parents last weekend, and Lord willing, we will be this weekend with mine in Northeast Missouri. We're to remember our parents. Ephesians chapter 6 and verse 1. Children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. Now, I want to give you something to think about. I don't know why God allows people to die at certain ages and times in life. He doesn't check with me first. But I know this, there are many teenagers who have lost their life and have stepped out into eternity because they didn't respect their parents. And the Bible says over in the Old Testament, honor thy father and thy mother. It's one of the Ten Commandments. For this is the first commandment with promise, that thou mayest live long on the earth. I don't know why these things happen and teenage tragedies take place. Suicide among teenagers is rampant, folks. But many, I think, have left this earth early in their life because of disrespect to their parents. And God help you if you disrespect your mother and father. You'll answer to a mighty God in the life to come and in the life and in the current life. But we need to remember our parents in Psalm chapter 71 and verse 9. Cast me not off in the time of old age. Forsake me not when my strength faileth. Our parents, both of the sets of our parents, are up in age. They're doing pretty well. God has blessed them both, all of them, and we're grateful for that. But the Bible has much to say about respecting your parents, even when they're in old age, and honoring them, and loving them, 
and helping them. It doesn't matter if you have a disagreement with them about something. Get over it. Life is too short to be bitter and angry. Get it right before God, with God, in your heart, and get it right with them. We are to to remember our parents. What else can we remember on this Memorial Day weekend as believers? We are to remember our soldiers and heroes. Now, folks, we were taught in my house, and I know Dorinda was too, that a person who was in the military uniform was a hero, whether they had a star or medal or not. And we should honor them because they're defending our great country. The United States of America, we are the greatest country on this face of the, face of the earth. Yeah. We're grateful to be citizens of the United States of America. And we should respect, pray for, and honor those who serve this country. Our son Brett works for the Veterans Administration, helping veterans in their educational pursuits after they get back from serving. And we're grateful. He's very glad to have that position in Buffalo, New York. You see, even the Jewish soldiers were honored when they came home from battle. Remember the song they sang? That was a top 40 hit back in those days, if you will. David had slain his, Saul had slain his thousands, but David had slain his tens of thousands. I want to say this today and pull up a chair and listen closely to Pastor David, would you? When it comes to this, the American flag in the United States of America and honoring our veterans and those who are currently serving as well. And with memory, thinking grateful to those who have served and give us our freedom and shed their bloods on foreign soils and lost their lives at sea, never to come home again. We honor their memories. We are grateful to them and their families for what we have today. And Memorial Day is about that as well. But when protesters begin to speak out against our military, you know what? They have a right to do it in this great land and country and as people who fought and died for their freedom for them to have it. But we should stand up as American citizens, law-abiding patriot citizens, Christian people, and oppose that bunch of mess. We should remember our great country, folks, and what makes America great, and that is God and God's Word and goodness, lest we lose the United States of America. There are people in, in, in current administrations and that want to remove the independence and the freedom of American liberties and give dysfunctional, demented, evil, satiated people who want to take away that is what that is good, a man and a woman, and a woman and a man, and call a man becoming a woman correct, and a woman becoming a, trying to become a man correct. They want to take away that which is good and proper and call it wrong, wrong and take something wrong and call it right. And the Old Testament, the Bible says that's what will happen in the last days. <clears throat> but I want to encourage you. It's important for us to remember that, ladies and gentlemen, the United States of America is great because of what has made it great, and that's we are founded upon Judeo-Biblical Christian principles. Amen. And this country truly is made up of immigrants, but we are all four people coming to this country. <clears throat> but I will say they must come legally, and we must protect this country with borders. We must protect this country with law-abiding, constitutional-minded judges and people in authority who will respect and honor and and uh, execute the teachings of the Constitution so America can remain, can remain the home of the free because of the brave. Amen. 
So we must remember that our country's population is comprised of immigrants, but there is something that we want to get across to everyone that's ever come into this country. You're welcome to come here, and you're welcome to come here legally because of the men and women who fought and died, World War I, II, um, Vietnam, the battles that have went on since then, Iwo Jima, Normandy, Korea, Vietnam, and other places. And we want you to realize we have a motto in this country, and that's called, In God We Trust. And it's on. It's not some right-wing Christian political slogan. It's our national motto. It's engraved in the stone of the House of Representatives at our nation's capital. It's printed on our currency. We've adopted this motto because Christian men and women on Christian biblical principles founded this nation, and it is clearly documented throughout our history. It is appropriate for our motto to be inscribed in the halls of our highest level of government. Then it is certainly appropriate to display on the walls of our nation's schools. God is in our pledge, our national anthem, nearly every patriotic song, and in our founding documents. We honor his birth, death, and resurrection. That's Jesus as holidays. And we turn to him in prayer in times of crisis in this country. If God offends you, then I suggest you consider another part of the world as your new home because God is part of our culture in America, and we are proud to have him. And to every legislator... Every politician that wants to destroy the Constitution and wants to destroy this great country, you can take your preferences and your opinions and leave. I've heard many people say for a long time, if Donald Trump gets in, we'll leave. If this person gets elected, then I'll leave. But none of them have ever left. Why? Because the United States of America is the land of the free because of the brave, and they enjoy those freedoms as well. But I'll tell you, if your preference is to live in another country, then go to another country. That's your freedom and right. We are proud of our heritage in America, biblical Christian heritage, and those who have so honorably defended our freedoms. We celebrate Independence Day, Memorial Day, Veterans Day, and Flag Day. We have parades, picnics, and barbecues when we proudly wave our flag. And folks, don't you dare burn one of those in in a real American's presence because you may pay an awful price as an American citizen. I have the right to wave my flag, sing my national anthem, quote my national motto, and cite my pledge whenever and wherever I choose. If the stars and stripes offend you and you don't like Uncle Sam, then you should seriously consider moving to another part of this planet. The American culture is our way of life, our heritage, and we are proud of it. We are happy with our culture and have no desire to change, and we really don't care how you did things, where you came from. We are Americans, like it or not. This is our country, our land, our lifestyle. It is our country, and our language is English. If you want to live here, then learn to speak English. We're not learning to speak to get around you. We are Americans, and we speak English. Our First Amendment gives every citizen the right to express his or her opinion about our government, culture, or society. And we'll allow you every opportunity to do so also if you're an American citizen. But once you're done complaining, wiping, or whining and griping about this great country, then I got news for you. I got news for you. Our flag, our pledge, and our national motto. Ladies and gentlemen, it's ours. It's ours. And it's going to stay ours. It's the way it is. And it's the way that it's going to be. And I promise you that every law-abiding American citizen wants 
God's people to do what needs to be done the way it should be done, and that is to follow the Constitution of the United States and to follow the Bible. So, we don't have any time left today, but on behalf of the Good Tidings Radio Broadcast, I am Pastor Dr. David Pinkerton, accompanied by my wife, Dorinda, and if you don't know Jesus as your Savior, bow your head right now from the sincerity of your heart, realizing you're a sinner. You can't save yourself, and you owe God a debt. Your sin requires a debt be paid. And that's why Christ died and shed his blood, was buried and resurrected. And you'd like to invite him into your heart? He'll save you. From the sincerity of your heart, follow me in this prayer. Jesus, forgive me of all of my sins. Come into my heart and save me. I'm trusting you and you alone as my personal Savior. Do that. Write me at drdave13 at gmail.com, drdave13 at gmail.com for literature about steps in a new direction. God bless you. Happy Memorial Day. God bless America. Pray for America. Lift up Jesus, and may God bless you all. So fear not, fear not, fine, yes, sir.